It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, round two, a major winter storm system set to bring snow, sleet, and freezing rain from the Rockies to New England. 78 million under winter weather alerts this morning. Al's live with your forecast. Then, remembering Chesley Christ. I've got great aim, man. Looking back at the life and legacy of the television personality and former Miss USA, the causes she championed and the pressure she faced in her career, we'll speak with one of her friends as the tributes pour in. Plus, curtain call, how a community is coming together to revitalize a well-known theater with a troubled past. I wanted to be a place where diversity is not only talked about, but it is lived and celebrated. Just ahead, how the team behind the Echo Project is rising up and moving forward. And 40 years of Letterman and Late Night. <laughs> Harry Smith looks back at the Late Night icon as he celebrates a milestone anniversary. <laughs> we'll show you how the comedy show shattered the rules of television. Today, Tuesday, February 1st, 2022. We're the Tribers from Baltimore, Maryland, waking up with our friends at... Today! Little Oswigs. From Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. We love starting our mornings with a hot cup of coffee and the Today Show. Good, Good morning from, from Los Angeles, California. California. Home, Home of Super Bowl 56. 56. Can't wait to watch it on NBC. <laughs> Welcome back. It's a Tuesday morning. So happy you guys are starting your day with us. We love the virtual plaza. Don't get us wrong. But come Friday, yeah. real plaza. Yes. Come on out. We'll be ready for you at 30 Rock. IRL, as the kids say. I in real life, plaza. And yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to have a big Olympic yeah. plaza. We've yeah. got good stuff coming fun. up. Yeah. And tomorrow, a big and an exclusive announcement courtesy of this guy right mm -hmm. here. We're going to head down to FedEx Field, Savannah Guthrie. We're going to head down because we are going to reveal for the first time ever the new name for the Washington football team. But roughly this time tomorrow, they'll have a new name, and we'll share that with you. All right, Craig, we're yeah, looking okay. forward to that tomorrow. Now let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. We don't know what the groundhog will predict tomorrow, but right now we got a whole lot of winter on the way. Another large storm system is ready to cut a wide path through much of the country. It's going to bring ice and snow and, of course, difficult travel conditions. Al, this thing's going to linger, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not a yeah. quick mover, unfortunately. So let's show you what we got. 82 million people under winter weather advisories. Winter storm watches right now, stretching from the southwest through Texas, Oklahoma City, all the way back in to here, the northeast. We are looking from today to tomorrow. Significant ice from Dallas to Springfield, Missouri. We're going to be watching that. Snow also moderate today into tomorrow from Denver to Amarillo, Texas. Now we move into tomorrow into Thursday. Power outages likely. We're looking at, again, real icing problems stretching from St. Louis, Paducah, Louisville, Cincinnati, Columbus as well. Snow will also be spreading from St. Louis up into Detroit. Some of it could be very significant. We're talking anywhere from 6 to 12 inches of snow. And then we move into Thursday, Friday. It makes its way into the east. Not so much snow along the I-95 corridor, but we could be talking about an ice threat. The greatest ice threat is going 
going to be across those inland areas. The heavier snow is going to be up to the north, interior parts of Pennsylvania, upstate New York, and on into New England. We're probably going to put amounts on this tomorrow, but in the meantime, we've got a significant problem for a good portion of the country over the next 72 hours, guys. You're going to be busy one, Al. Thank you. And now to the latest on the pandemic. Pfizer is expected to ask the FDA to allow emergency use of its COVID vaccine on children under five years old and possibly as young as six months. Pfizer will reportedly submit that request as early as today. If approved, it would be a two-dose regimen that could be rolled out by the end of the month. Pfizer is currently testing a third dose that could be added later. The Omicron variant led to a sharp rise in COVID cases among children, but the number is now falling. Now to the latest on the tragic death of former Miss USA and the extra TV correspondent Chesley Chris. NBC's Morgan Radford is here with some new details this morning. Morgan, good morning. That's right, Craig. Good morning. The outpouring of love and tributes for Chesley Christ continue to grow this morning. The NYPD is investigating this as a suicide and now confirms that she left a note behind indicating her plan to end her life. This morning, new tributes pouring in for former Miss USA Chesley Christ, who died by suicide Sunday. Her colleagues at Extra remembering the former correspondent with behind-the-scenes clips. Family and friends calling her an inspiration. She just was an impressive person that that affected all of us. Ryan Miles met Chesley when she competed for Miss North Carolina and won the Miss USA title in 2019. The two friends bonding over travel and photography. She was so charismatic and so charming. But the pressures were immense. Chesley describing the expectations she faced in an Allure essay last year. Pageant girls are supposed to be model tall and slender, she wrote. But my five foot six frame, one with six pack abs and a head of natural curls in a time when generations of black women have been taught that being too black would cost them wins in the boardroom and on pageant stages. She also said that she, quote, cringed at the idea of turning 30, writing, it feels like a cold reminder that I'm running out of time to matter in society's eyes. She would have turned 31 in April. Chesley also opened up about battling online trolls. When I was Miss USA, I received hateful comments. People even messaged me telling me to kill myself. Does she ever express any of those things to you? Certainly we heard her talk about some of the, the negative things that people would say. Despite the apparent hate, Chesley maintained her platform to connect with fans. From beauty tips to mental health and openly talking about racism and how that became one of the reasons she stopped practicing law. This is the general lack of diversity in the legal profession and the constant microaggressions. Across social media, so many expressing their grief, including acclaimed actor Viola Davis, tweeting, for those that suffer in silence, please know you are not alone. Her grandfather spoke to the New York Daily News about her death, saying he is absolutely devastated by her loss, calling her the rare type of person who really truly has a heart for others and that it's simply hard to imagine that she's no longer here. If you or someone you know is considering suicide, please know that you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can just text STRENGTH to the crisis text line at 741-741. You can even go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org org and their strength in asking for help. Amen to that. Uh, Morgan Radford for us this morning. Morgan, thank you. Okay. Uh, when we come back, our new series, Celebrating Black History, our visit to a once-segregated theater with a troubling history undergoing a powerful transformation thanks to the kindness of a truly remarkable pastor and also the story of one man's extraordinary change of heart. 
But first, these messages. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go, you are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply, actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Back now, 813 with Carson and our special series, Together We Rise, celebrating black history. That's right. Good morning, guys. Craig, you met a small town pastor who's committed to rewriting the narrative of racism by turning a theater with a troubled history into a beacon of hope and understanding. Yeah, cool. thanks. Thanks. I was uh, honored to meet Reverend David Kennedy. Reverend Kennedy was growing up and he went to his local movie theater. And when he was doing that, he had to sit up in the segregated section. Well, now... He owns that theater along with his church, and they have plans for a groundbreaking makeover. We should note, to properly tell the story, we needed to use images that you may find disturbing. Just outside the town square in Lawrence, South Carolina, a brand new marquee sits above the Echo Theater. But inside, it's gutted. The seats and stage have been ripped out. Only a dirt floor remains. In fact, the only remnant of the theater sorted past is a painting of a giant swastika fading on the wall. After seeing this, it might surprise you to learn that the owners of the theater are Reverend David Kennedy and his church. Reverend Kennedy, as I understand it, you used to come here when you were a little boy to see movies. Yes. You know, used to come, come up through, right. through that way. Right. That was the, right. that was the segregated Backing. entrance for the, right. for the blacks. It started as a segregated theater. From there, the theater's history is as compelling as any movie. It became a Ku Klux Klan headquarters and an international meeting space for hate groups. It was also home to a store called the Redneck Shop, which sold all kinds of white supremacist memorabilia. When the Redneck Shop opened in 1996, Reverend Kennedy started protesting. This space where we're sitting right now, what, what did it used to be? When you came in, they had all kind of racist uh, clan material. They had little wooden dolls with ropes around their necks. But a change of heart changed everything. Michael Burden, who owned the theater, decided to leave the clan and was ostracized. The Reverend found him and his family living in a truck and guided by faith and forgiveness, he decided he had to help. I, I didn't have a choice. I had to. When the mandate of need is there, you can't be reluctant in taking care of human beings. An unlikely friendship was born, and Burden decided to sell the building to Reverend Kennedy, their story inspiring a book and movie. 
And after winning a years-long court battle, the Reverend is ready to reinvent the theater. What do you want this space to be? I'm trying to... I'm trying to fight some of, it, some of my emotions. That's okay. We want it to be a place where we focus on all races. I want it to be a place where diversity is not only talked about, but it is lived and celebrated. Mm. Uh, I, I didn't know that he was alive. To help realize his vision, the Reverend enlisted Reagan Freeman. The 25-year-old grew up nearby and had plans to go to law school until he learned the history of lynching in Lawrence County. That history includes the Reverend's great uncle, Richard Puckett, lynched in 1913 from a railway trestle. What is the Echo Project? The Echo Project is about reckoning with a dark past, confronting it directly, and trying to make some good come out of it. It's about getting justice. It's about finding peace. The past lives all over the town of Lawrence. The place where Reverend Kennedy's uncle was lynched is overgrown, but not forgotten. A statue of a Confederate soldier keeps watch in the town square. But around the corner, from the dirt floor of the Echo Theater, Reverend Kennedy hopes to build a space for healing, understanding, and forgiveness. In this world, we have to be forgiven. Some things do not come overnight. Some things have to come by prayer. Say amen. Uh, by the way, the Echo Project has gotten some major support. A leading architect has volunteered his services. And the design team behind the National Memorial for Peace and Understanding in Birmingham, Alabama, they've gotten involved as well. I grew up an hour from that place. Mm -hmm. Had no idea, no idea about the story until someone emailed me. His ability to forgive yeah. is like Crazy. is incredible. And he's lived it. His he's entire lived life. It. His entire wow. life. There's no understanding without forgiveness. Oh. Yeah. What will they do at that space that you were sitting in? Will it stay like that way? Or their they... their vision right now is for part of the space to to be a theater uh -huh. and the other part is going to be an area where, as the Reverend said there, where folks can gather and talk and heal uh, and celebrate diversity. So and they're living it. He's living yeah. the mm -hmm. diversity. He's living the forgiveness. It's just mm -hmm. like well, We divine. saw that guy in his truck living with his family. Yeah. He, he had a choice in that moment. Yeah. He could have yeah. killed the guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he went the other way. It's yeah. an incredible lesson. Yeah. That was awesome, Craig. Thank you. Really. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Mm -hmm. How about a check of the weather? All right, let's show you what we've got for today. We are expecting, again, uh, a beautiful day here in the east and slightly milder, but rain developing along that system that's pushing to the east. Bitter cold air starts to funnel in from the northern border into the midsection of the country. Windy conditions down through Southern California. Don't forget, check us out on the radio, Sirius XM Channel 108. But right now, mm. the best time uh, of the morning. Pop that yes. stuff. Good to have you back, Uncle Al. Thank appreciate you, it. First up, Bob Saget on Sunday, the actor was honored by friends and family in a farewell concert at LA's famous comedy store. It was hosted by Jeff Ross, John Stamos, and John Mayer. The show saw Bob Saget's stand-up buddies, including Jim Carrey, wow. Chris Rock, John Lovitz, and a bunch of others paying tribute to their late friend. Stamos and Mayer, who were both pallbearers at the funeral, formed an impromptu house band. The sold-out evening was a benefit for the Scleroderma Foundation, of course, which was a near-dear cause to Bob's heart since losing a sister to that disease. We're going to hear a lot more on Bob's life and legacy and a special conversation with his Full House co-star, Candace Cameron Bure. That is this Thursday right here on Today. Next up, look who it is. Huh. 
Who is it? Samantha Guthrie. Oh, we what? We're going to interview Aaron today on the Drew Barrymore Show. Samantha uh, talks all about her the upcoming Olympics. Oh. You have a cooking show? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, that's ironic. Yeah. Wow. It is. I didn't yes. know that. They gave you a cooking show? I know. It's weird. What do you do on that show? Uh, you learned how to cook. Like, oh, you learn how to cook. Yeah, oh, draw okay. blood. Genius idea. Yeah, hurt myself. You also get a new tattoo with Drew. Let's take a look at what? this clip. Well, exactly. Would you ever get a tattoo? I would, and I kind of want to right now. Like my mother's just rolling her eyes. I, I would get a tattoo with you. Yes, anytime. Do you want to get another one? Yeah, I want to get one right here. Oh, so, oh. Tattoo. Okay, so what are you gonna? No, we are gonna get a tattoo. Uh -huh. together. Not a matching tattoo. No. She's got something she wants to do, and uh -huh. I'm Where are you working it out. If I did it, I might put something really small, like on, on my arm. Maybe a little something. frying pan. <laughs> yeah, like this is to mark my cooking journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good idea. About this. Uh -huh. Yeah, the tattoo. Well, happen? you've got an earring. I have That's to keep up. Well, you know, so. Yeah. Next Wait, why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm just thinking about how, what kind of lettering you're going to do. Feldy. You're going to do Feldy, right? <laughs> what sort of font you'll use. Yes. We'll catch that whole conversation uh, with Drew and SG. Uh, check your local listing for that. Finally, Charlie Puth in his new Super Bowl spot. He's teaming up with Megan Thee Stallion for Frito-Lay's Flamin' Hot Cheetos and Doritos. Ooh. And together, they make a wild pair. Charlie Puth. Love it, us. love it. What's up, Charlie? Good morning, man. Morning, everybody. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> it's early. So you get the call for the Super Bowl spot. Megan the Stallion's going to play a bird singing push it. What were you thinking? I was thinking how appropriate it is for you to be a part of this. They, Rito Lay reached out to me. They wanted me to just, I've never done voiceover work before. And I was a little, in, I was a little nervous. And they were like, just be yourself. Just do your little beatbox <laughs> thing. So it was super easy. That's super fun. Um, you're known for your collaborations. You've worked mm -hmm. with so many artists. Uh, did this open up a door for maybe you and Megan getting together in the studio? Megan's so talented. Yeah, I would like to hear Megan do more R&B leaning type, type stuff. So yeah. Maybe I can help with that. You know what, Charlie? It's interesting. We were talking to uh, your, your very close friend, Sir Elton John. The Lockdown yeah. Sessions was a great record that came out. And he tells this great story about going to your house and going to the home studio and how you guys just really hit it off. Tell me a little bit about your relationship. It's, it's outlandish because I found out that I'm next door neighbors with Elton John without revealing our address that would be bad to do on the Today Show. But uh, when he when he sent me the address originally to uh, or to pick him up, it was walking distance. So that was an easy trip. Well, it's a pretty cool thing. We're looking forward to your record, Charlie, coming out light switch. Mm -hmm. You've documented everything on TikTok. So we're going to be checking that out soon. And we'll be watching for the Super Bowl ad, buddy. Thanks so much for getting up. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Charlie. All right. Sunday, February 13th, streaming on Peacock. Be sure and check it all out. Just ahead, we're celebrating 40 years of late night with David Letterman and our pal, Harry Smith. We'll be right back after this. Willard, come up here. There's a woman who is 150 years young today. 150. Can you people see this ad? Of course not. It's for my show. <laughs> oh, I mean, what a classic. One of the many unforgettable moments from David Letterman's late night run on NBC. That one, of course, involving the Today Show. There they were out on the plaza. Yep. Letterman using a megaphone from 30 Rock across the way to shout things down. Bryant seemed, did he seem a little miff? Well, maybe. They, 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 they were doing today yeah. at night. Uh, they were doing these nighttime specials, and Letterman ah. interrupted them. Oh, oh while wow. they were oh, doing okay. their taping. Wow, <laughs> I so love it. it was pretty I love cool. how he's like, we've got yeah. someone 150 years yeah. old. Oh, okay. it was so perfect. funny. Right. Jenna joins us. Hi, Morning, Jenna. Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi, Jenna. What's going on? 
Of course, uh, we wanted to show you that clip. Today marks the 40th mm -hmm. anniversary of Late Night. Dave's actually going to be Seth Meyers' special guest mm. later tonight. But first, we got Harry Smith to take a look <laughs> at the many ways Letterman changed the Late Night game. He did a lot of stuff coming out windows. So yes, he did. Harry mm -hmm. has this. Oh, oh it's a, it's I a, think a good awesome. trick. All right. He needs a to that. Uh, then we told you about the pandemic's impact on heart health. So just ahead, we're going to help you improve yours with some simple how-tos, easy exercises we can all do. Plus, we're celebrating the Lunar New Year with a delicious mm. feast. Joanne Chang is making Tiger's Tears in honor of the Year of the Tiger. Mm. Not sure what that is, but it's spicy, mm -hmm. it's delicious, mm -hmm. and we're ready to have it. Yes. All right. That's coming and up. Then in just a few minutes on the third hour of today, we're going to meet two friends from Chicago who stumbled onto a new way for guys to bond and blow off steam how they unexpectedly started their own yoga wow. brotherhood. Oh, that's cool. Yes, it's mm -hmm. a thing. Uh -huh. Okay, tomorrow on Today, Ann Thompson's going to introduce us to a group of women aiming to make history on the moon by leading the team to send astronauts back to live and work there. Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We have a lot of good stuff coming up. Mr. Roker, how about a check of the weather? All right, let's look ahead, show you what we've got for today. Uh, slightly milder here in the east, rain developing in the midsection of the country, bitter cold in the plains, windy conditions in southern California and the southwest. Tomorrow, heavy snow developing from the Rockies into the Great Lakes, icy conditions in between, colder temperatures in the plains. Sunshine continues and opening ceremonies Friday, 6.30 a.m., 7.30 p.m. in Beijing, 25 degrees and clear skies. And that is your latest weather, guys. All right, we told y'all it was the 1st of February. The 1st mm -hmm. of the month can only mean yes. one thing. It's time for Jenna's book club. Yes, yes. You guys, it Come means on. Savannah's one day of dry January is over. It's over. You guys, I did it. January 31st. She did it. Yes, I did. I'm so proud of you. I know. You. I feel like but it also is time icon. to announce our new book. Are y'all ready? We all yep. Yes. yes. Let's go. Okay, three, three two, two, one. Book. It is Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. This is an incredible debut novel that tells the story of estranged siblings, okay? And they come together after their mom has passed. The one thing she has left for them mm -hmm. is a traditional piece of Caribbean black cake mm -hmm. and a recording of her history. All right, oh. there's so many secrets. It's about family, what we inherit. Uh -huh. It is a mystery, but mm. it's also about love. Mm. I love it, romance. Mm -hmm. It spans decades and also countries. Okay. Wow. Look at right. you. Oh, I love it. Wow. Okay, I love it the it's way about... that Savannah loves her vodka. You know? She's back. <laughs> That's tequila. She's back. Oh. Yes, oh. and it's her debut novel. Okay. She's incredible. Um, I will give this to Deborah. All right. Oh. Okay. Oh. Well, awesome. We believe in giving yes. things to yes. ABC. Yes. All right. Yes. Right. There you go. Right? All family. That's it. Oh. How long did it take yeah. you to color book. coordinate all these books back there? Yes. Oh. I, that's my bookshelf. Wow. Yeah. JBH, thank you. Good. Thank you. Uh, by the way, to join <laughs> JBH's book club, all you have to do is to scan that QR code that's right beneath Al there, or you can do it the old-fashioned way. Today.com/slash. <laughs> Read with Jenna. Uh, slash drink with Savannah, apparently. <laughs> okay. Oh, it actually yes. pairs very well, black cake and vodka. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. there you go. Or tequila. <laughs> Guys, I'm on dry January. Coming up next, who better than Harry Smith, a guest on Letterman, to help celebrate the 40th anniversary of Late Night. Who's going to drop that on? This What's is happening? today on I don't NBC. Know. I don't know. Who's underneath that house? He's got a plan. Can't believe it, but 40 years ago today, wow. a little show called Late Night with wow. David Letterman premiered right here on NBC. In its original 11-year run, Late Night racked up five Emmys, a Peabody, and a fandom that embraced the weird, sarcastic, and crazy comedy that brought 
Letterman to it. One of those fans also happens to be a former <laughs> guest on that show, our very own Harry, Harry. Smith. Harry, where are you, buddy? So uh, fans of the show will recognize the idea of someone hanging out a window, say a second story window, maybe even a little higher on the top of a building and holding something, I don't know, like a watermelon or a cake. Um, so we've, uh, we hope sufficiently jogged your memory because something really special is coming up. But in the meantime, a little traipse down memory lane with David Letterman. First off, we fans never knew there was a show called Late Night. Welcome to our show, it's Late Night and... Uh... 40 years ago, we knew it as, and called it, Letterman. And the number one shocking revelation about Mick Jagger, uh, once slept with Robert Redford for free. Uh... And we talked about it constantly. Like, did you see Letterman last night? It appears that David Letterman has come out of that mission. This is the stupidest thing I've ever witnessed network money spent on. And, and frankly, I'm proud to be a part of it. As a talk show, it was conventional, only in that it had a desk and a host and a band. It was irreverent. Hey, shut up! Often silly, sometimes sardonic. We didn't really plan today's show. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it still can't be fun. This is the uh, General Electric building, and, you know, I have a little gift, and we thought, what the heck, let's just drop in and, And uh, always you know, hello, in huh? on its own jokes. You mean we need authorization to drop off a yes. fruit basket? Yes. yes. To drop off a fruit basket? Yes, you need authorization. Oh, this is going to be fun to work with these people, isn't it? Steve O'Donnell was Letterman's head writer for 10 years. So bring me to the day-to-day. -day. You become head writer of this show. It's Monday morning, you're in the writer's room, and what's it like in there? The experience of putting on a, a late night comedy show was like simultaneously putting out a small town newspaper and organizing every single day a small town parade. Because they were various... <laughs> and while David Letterman didn't exactly invent irony, he and his writers conspired to make it a kind of comedy we couldn't get enough of. Like, so what, like two of them toasted? There was a little freedom to experiment. In one way, the pressure was on to do an interesting show, but there was also like, man, no one's watching, so we could do the most strange, <laughs> surreal things we could. Until Letterman, the laws of late night consisted of a monologue, host laughing at guest stories, and maybe a song. It was not this. or this. There's very little I can do from this position. And then there was Larry Bud Melman. Good night, everybody! Neither fish nor fowl. Well, why don't you crawl on the oh, well, and right. take a nap? But more of a befuddled foil. Sleep tight. A frequent comic non sequitur. I hope it didn't hurt your glasses. Played by the late Calvert DeForest. The Letterman regulars were often within reach. Bob Costas, Marv Albert, and yes, Al Roker. What's this? I think you ought to think about having that biopsy. <laughs> the Letterman owes some debt to TV pioneers Steve Allen and Ernie Kovacs. Letterman boldly discarded the norms, besmirched the bean counters, and glorified in the dump. Ladies and gentlemen, please say hello to Harry 
Smith, Harry, come on. Guests like this reporter feared we'd not be able to roll with him. I think, oh no, we did, we made fun of you. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right, you, you were nice to her and you were... Yeah, that, that's how that works, and tonight we'll make fun of her and be nice to you. <laughs> and sometimes there was an uncomfortable Dave-guest dynamic. I thought that I would never want to do this show with you. Now why? Because you thought I was a... Uh, uh... David Letterman did not break the mold. He melded it to fit his vision. And a big part of watching the show was watching Dave enjoy what he had wrought. Have a good night. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, so we have the cake, and in just in case you don't remember, just roll this tape, roll this tape. Take a look at this for a second. Yeah, lots of cakes, lots of stuff. <laughs> Flying. <laughs> Uh, okay, sure. Happy birthday. Right? Oh, God. Yeah. Just cuz? All right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So here we go, kids. Bob, you want to zoom in on this? See, it says, happy 40th anniversary, late night. Nice. And of the things that I've done on live television over 40 years or so, in the words of David Letterman, this may be about the most lame. But are you ready? That's yeah. Okay. It's a good We're going to try this. Here we go. There you have it. Yeah, very nice, very nice. And David Letterman, who rarely appears on network television, will be on late on late night with Ooh. Seth Meyers late right. tonight. Well, early tomorrow morning. Oh, very cool. very cool. fitting yeah. tribute there. Mr. Thank you, Harry. Yeah, and Mr. Whose Lepper, house is that? Frequent guest on Letterman. We do what we can. Well, well only many, because only because I was close, and if yeah. somebody canceled, because I was literally across the hallway. So at, how many uh, times were you on? Do you I think, think five times. Wow, that's cool. pretty cool to know yeah. like that. Yeah. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry. Just ahead, guys, we are going to improve your heart health. Simple moves that can make a world of difference. But first, this is today on NBC. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the True Crime Original. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna Book Club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We are back continuing our Heart Health series on this first day of Heart Month. And this morning, we're going to launch a workout plan. And it's all about giving your heart a boost. So it combines strength training with cardio. And the best part is 20 minutes tops. That's how long it takes I to like do it. I like that. It's uh -huh. already up on today.com if you want to check it out. And here to show us three moves from this plan is fitness expert Stephanie Mansoor. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Good Stephanie. to see you. Hi, Savannah. Hi, Hoda. I'm so excited because oftentimes when we think about heart health, we think about cardio. We think about getting out of breath. But strength training actually helps us to build that lean muscle mass, 
which means that when the heart pumps blood, it's actually pumping blood to those muscles. So it's taking pressure off the arteries. And I want you to think about guys, when you do a bicep curl, you're building that bicep, that arm muscle, but you're also strengthening the heart. Okay? Now you said 20 minutes a day, right? 20 yes, minutes each 20 time. Minutes a day. And how many days a week do you need to do for it to take effect? Hoda, this workout plan is actually for the full month of February. So we have something for you to do every single day for 20 minutes a day. And we start off with the strength training. So we start off with arms, um, arm exercises and then also leg exercises. And a couple weeks in, we combine them. So I strategically designed this workout plan so that you not only feel good physically, but at the end of the day, you can look yourself in the mirror and say, I love myself. I feel good. I'm yeah. proud of myself. And you know what? There's I'm only 28 days in February. Yes, so sure. that's a good thing, too. Okay, so you're going yes. to show us three exercises this morning. Number one is it's a, the one-arm overhead press. How does okay. this go? Yes. Yes, Savannah. So we like to start small here. I listen to our Today Show viewers, and they say, Steph, we need this to be as simple as possible. So a one arm overhead press, and if you want, you can do a modification and just go up halfway, but we only do 10 of these and then we move on. How come so we don't I do two arms the at the same exactly time? Right, yeah, why not? Because <laughs> I'm trying to slow this down and make this accessible for everyone. Okay. So ultra beginners, we start with just one arm at a time. We do 10 here, and then we move on to the other side and do 10 here. How, We're going to work on embracing the core a little bit more and then really focusing on each movement. How do you know how much weight you should be lifting? Good That's a great question. Mm -hmm. So you know. I recommend starting as small as two or three pounds. You can go up to five or seven, but really slow and steady wins the race. So grab the lowest weights that you can. Even cans of soup are fine or cans of peanut butter, but just get started, you know, very, very lightly and slowly. Okay. Now I want to show you guys the lunge because yeah. this is a backwards lunge. Now, again, listening to our viewers, I make this workout plan so that all levels can do it. And some people were like, Steph, I can't do a lunge. It hurts my knees. It hurts my hips. It's too yeah. much on my joints. Thanks so for, for getting my email. <laughs> <laughs> I read everything, Savannah, everything. <laughs> so I want you to do a backwards leg lift. Now, this is still working the glutes, the hamstrings, and the quads just like that lunge, but it's taking pressure off of the joint. Oh. Now, what we do halfway through the plan, guys, is we step it up. We up the intensity. So we combine two in one. So I've got the overhead press with the backwards lunge. Oh. So we are doing mm. double the amount of exercises, but still only 20 minutes a day. Okay. All right. We got your third exercise. It's called, and we like the name, the goddess pose. <laughs> what do you got? I love the name. One of my clients does this every single morning because she channels mm -hmm. her inner goddess to start the day. Mm -hmm. So we're working the glutes, the legs, the core, but we're also opening up the hips. And what I want you to do here is add in a W exercise for the arms and shoulders. And I want you to channel that mm -hmm. inner winner. We all have okay. it. So I want you to feel good while you're doing this workout plan. Okay. The inner winner. All right, Steph. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank we appreciate you. It. Yeah. You, you can get the full 28 yeah. day workout plan. You kind of leads up, gets harder as you go along. But again, only 28 days in February. It's like on it. today.com. And 20 minutes flat. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, tips from a true expert for a spicy steak salad. It's packed with flavor, fresh herbs. And it's all in honor of the Lunar New Year. But first, this is today on NBC.
Well, we are back with today's table, sponsored by Walmart. Remember, the, the idea is simple here, folks. Order ingredients for the recipes mm -hmm. that we're about to make mm -hmm. by using that QR code. There it is, right over by Carson, that QR code. You can uh, use that to find the kitchen tools as well to help. Mm -hmm. So not just the food, but the tools. That's right. Doing your very best, Vanna White. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, it works uh, like any grocery service. After you check out, you schedule a store pickup or delivery for your order. You're so weird. Uh, this morning, we're celebrating the Lunar <laughs> New Year, of course. It is the year of the tiger, which is good news for the Bengals. Joanne <laughs> Chang is with us and the author of Myers and Chang at Home. Joanne, good morning. Mm -hmm. uh, you're making something called Tiger's Tears. Tell us about that. Morning. Happy Lunar New Year. It's Year of the Tiger. Uh, I'm so excited to be here. I have some red envelopes for all of you. Red envelopes. Aww. Luck. And so you start the year with a red envelope. Hmm. It has a little. Ooh. And we are going to be making Tiger's Tears celebrate. Um, this is a very, very spicy salad. It's so spicy, it makes a tiger cry. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Joanne. What's in that? Okay. Start with a flank steak that's been marinated in a red curry. The red curry is full of flavors like garlic and lemongrass and ginger. It's really, really flavorful. I'm going to go ahead and get that started. Ooh, good sizzle. Nice. While that's cooking, we're going to make what's called the noir chan. The noir chan is a really flavorful, pungent sauce that makes this really shine. So I've got a little bit of lime juice full, mm -hmm. and then fish sauce. I don't know if you all have ever tried fish sauce. Mm -hmm. Very pungent. Combine it with the lime and then a little bit of sugar. It adds such an amazing, pungent flavor to this salad. Mm. So then you whisk all of that together, and then finally the part that makes it spicy Hybrid chilies. These are chilies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why the tiger's crying. So now I've got chopped hybrid chilies and into this sauce. So whisk that all together. This sauce is great because you can make it in advance. So you can make this mm. and leave the sauce for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. While that, uh, while the steak is cooking and the sauce is resting, I actually have a little bit of steak that's already baked. There you go. Oh yeah. There you go how that's beautifully red inside. After you sear the steak, you actually want to let the steak rest. You don't want to immediately slice into it. You want to let it rest and actually let it chill for about 30 minutes. After for 30 minutes, the redness is going to spread out throughout the steak and it's going to give you a beautiful, rare steak for your salad. Mm-hmm. So you do it. Look at that. Slice it against the grain there. Exactly. If you slice it against the grain, if you slice with the grain, it's going to be chewy when you eat it. So and when you bite it, it's going to be super tender. So we've got this beautiful sliced steak. I'm going to go ahead and add that to the bowl with the nuoc chum. And then this is all of the color in this salad. We have cilantro. And just tear the, all these fresh herbs as you're using them. This is fresh mint. And also tear that. And as you're tearing the herbs, you can really smell. They're so pungent. It really adds amazing fragrance. Incredibly incredibly flavorful. Thai, uh, Thai basil, and then we have all of the three peppers. We have yellow peppers, mm -hmm. red, green peppers. And go ahead and add all of that to the bowl. Thank you, Joe. Don't go far. Joe's going to come back in the third hour, and we're going to make some dumplings to mm -hmm. go along. Yeah, and remember, yeah. You, you can get the recipe and shop the ingredients and tools on our site by scanning the QR code. Or if you want, you can text food to 34318. Just so you know, today earns a commission from purchases through links on today.com. All right, we're back. Thanks, Joanne. Thank Bye, you, Joanne. Joanne. Coming up next, the third hour of today. Oh, good.